Blog Talk Radio.
And we just thought today that we would kind of give you some encouragement in the new year. Um, our topic for today is your mindset. You know, what is your mindset? Do you have the right mindset going into this new year? Do you have a winner's mindset? Do you have a mindset of victory? I want to um, read a, a quick quick scripture, and it's coming from Proverbs, the 23rd chapter and the 7th verse, and it says, For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, saith he to thee, but his heart is not with thee. And that's the King James Version. So let's break it down now to something that, you know, may be a little more conducive to what you can understand. The Amplified Bible reads like this. It says, for as he thinks in his heart, so is he. And then in brackets it says, in behavior, one who manipulates. And then he says, he says to you, eat and drink, yet his heart is not with you, but it is begrudging the cost. So that puts it in a whole different mindset where you have somebody that will basically um, be faking the funk, so to speak, and act like they are really with you, um, and they'll tell you, they'll invite you in and tell you to eat and drink, but in his heart, he's saying, you know, I, I don't really want to do this. I'm just doing this for show. That's one thing. Um, then we have those that, you know, kind of talk out of the side of their mouth. They really don't mean what they say. And when you read it, when you read it in the complete Jewish Bible, it says, for he is like someone who keeps accounts. Eat, drink, he says to you, but he doesn't really mean it. So we want to kind of just take a look at, you know, what is your mindset going into the new year? Do you have the mindset that, you know, you, you're happy to be in the new year and you've made all of your little vows and your resolutions? start off the year and, and that's where your mind is, or have you entered into the, the new year with a, a defeated mindset, saying that, you know, this year is going to be just like last year, and, you know, if, if last year was bad, this is going to be bad, and that's your conversation, and that's where your heart is. That's the wrong mindset to have. So I'm going to open it up to, to Tanya. Tanya, what's your state of mind right now coming into this new year? Well, you know, it took me a while, Elder Claude, and thank you. And I'm I'm talking to a lot of people out there that I'm sure it's just like me. It took me a while because I always walked into defeat um, for a lot of period of my life. Um, I walked into the past of what happened to me, um, and I always walked around with a victim mentality. It's not that I didn't come from a church that didn't um, teach walking in victories, not that I didn't have um, – um, Elder Collette and many people in my life telling me that, but it's truly what you believe how your mindset should be, meaning this. I had to tell my 14-year-old this morning, how you want to be is up to you. You want to wake up with an attitude? Well, guess what? You can wake up to one. Or you can wake up in the morning and make up in your mind that this is the day that the Lord has made, and I shall be glad and rejoice in it. I'm not just throwing out any kind of scripture again. I was a person that walked in defeat for many, many, many years. And for the first time in my life, I'm thinking, God, that I truly know that it's my state of mind. It's what I choose. It doesn't matter how everybody else is feeling. It's what you choose. And I'm telling and I'm speaking to many people out there that this is important. We're living in a world where there's so much going on. And it's important to let your light shine for yourself. And I believe that when you do that, because I came into the year and I, this is what I said. I'm not working right now. I chose to walk out on faith right now and trust God for what he's going to do in my life. So a lot of things are going on. 
Um, but I realize that it's my joy, it's my peace, and I'm not going to let anybody take that from me. Because even though it's um, here in Augusta, it's overcast and, and it's been kind of raining and everything, well, I used to wake up before crying and finding things to complain about and looking at everything negative. But now I'm like, I thank you, Lord, because I'm living and I'm healthy. I'm not in a hospital and I'm not, um, you know what I'm saying, downtrodden. I'm not depressed. And I'm thanking God for that. So I'm just, that's where I am right now, sis. That's how I feel right now. And that's, that's really positive. You know what, that's a blessing because you can monitor monitor your growth, you know, your growth just in life in general, um, along with yes. your growth growth in the Lord. When you can see and you can look back and know where you've come from, and that's really, really important. And you're so right. There are so many people that wake up in the morning, they allow the weather to dictate how they feel, or they allow their circumstances to dictate how they feel. And please hear me, I, I don't make light of anybody's circumstance, because I know that there are some of you out there that are literally walking through hell right now. I understand yes. that. We've all been there. Yes. Okay. We've all been there. So I, I don't try to just make like of it. I'm not that one that, that will try to encourage you to just say, um, you know, all, all is well when you know you're dying inside because sometimes you need to share what you feel inside. You can't just always be up. There are times when, you know, you have to have somebody, and, and God, thank you for his graciousness, always has somebody in place that we can speak to, that we can share our heart with. There's probably only one of two people like that in your life, so don't go out blabbing your whole situation to everybody you run into, but he will have those couple of people that you can share your heart with that they can encourage you where you are, and that's vitally important. Now, here's something that's important also, and, Tan, you said you, you grew up in a um, in a quote-unquote church environment, but yet and still you still have those times where you walked in defeat. It's important to understand church, just church church, cannot change you. Church church cannot uplift you, but a relationship with God, when we get into that place of that love affair with God, that makes all the difference in the world. That is what will make a change in your life. It's not just going to church. You know, it's building that relationship, and that's so important. Touch on that, Tam. I will. You know, I right now, you know, I find myself that, you know, it was church all the time. I was raised in a church, and like I said again, I believe last week, and that we always had to be in church. And as I became older, I felt more obligated that I always had to be in church. And when I finally start really coming to the Lord and praying, and you don't have to be um, a scholar to pray. I don't believe that. I don't believe that you have to have degrees, thermometer to pray. I believe it's just about opening up your mouth and saying, Father, you know what I'm saying, help me, teach me. And he will, because the word of God does say he will not withhold no good things from you. And I and, and it took me to understand that. And again, there's so many out there. I know, you know, I know what it's like to have a rebellious child or I know what it's like to have a broken relationship. I know what it's like to be divorced. I know what it's like. That's why I thank God that Elder Collette um picked me at such as a t- such a time as this to be able to talk to many women out there, such as myself. But what I'm telling you is when I don't make it to church I have church at home. I get my word. I promise you, you guys, I wash my face and brush my teeth because, you know, I want to come before God looking good. 
You know, I put my little ponytails on, you know what I'm trying to say, and I put my robe on, and I go down to my own inner peace, my own closet, my own sanctuary. And I have church. And that's important, giving him that moment, that time. You cannot walk mm-hmm. every day in life and don't give Christ his time. It's just, it's mm-hmm. just it, it, it won't work. But in the car, when you're driving or wherever you got to do it, you know what I'm trying to say? You may have to be at work or right now listening. You may have to be somewhere, but uh, grasp what I'm saying to you, that your state of mind is going to be important how what you accomplish in 2016. And I'm praying that you guys can call in and share what you're going through because that's what we're here for. We're, mm-hmm. this, you're important to us and what you're going through. So, I, you know, and I hope I didn't talk too long on that subject, but it's important. No, 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 you did well. It is very important. Yeah. It is vital. It is vital. And let me just tell you guys that are on the line, because I see we have callers on the line. Anytime you want to chime in or ask a question, just press 1, and that will kind of give me an indication that you would like to speak. So just, just know that. Um, but, yes, you're absolutely correct. And, and you know what? I love it. I love it and, and <laughs> that you get up and you prepare yourself to go meet with God. I was thinking about this yes. this morning as I was driving in how um, I remember at the beginning of my relationship with the Lord, how I was so entrenched in in the Word and in, in just hearing audibly the Word and studying the Word and reading and watching Christian TV and all of those different things. And as I thought about that, I thought about, how we develop a relationship with one another. When we meet someone that we want to be significant in our life, um, looking at them toward possibly being a mate or whatever, the time that we put in with that individual. We love to to go places with them and to, to and I'm saying him because I'm a female, obviously, but, you know, for, your, for our male listeners, you want to go with her, you know. But at any rate, we, we look forward to that time together of getting to know one another. And we as women, I I can't speak to the male faction, but we as women, we go the extra mile. We want to fix ourselves up. We want to put on our little makeup. We want to make sure that every hair is in place. We want to dress a certain way and what have you because we want to present ourselves in a presentable manner to that individual. And I love what you said about, you know, you get yourself together. That's a mindset. That is a mindset you have made up in your mind that you are going to meet with someone that you love, someone you care about. So you want to present yourself in a presentable manner. That's vitally important. You know, I, I look at some of the, the people and how they dress to come into the church building, and, and I make distinction all the time about that because I don't want anybody to get it twisted. You know, it's not about the building because you are the church, okay? The Holy Spirit dwells within you, so you are the church. And, and I am I'm really big on this, and you guys will hear it over the, the course of different broadcasts. I'm all about kingdom. I, I've stepped out of just mere Christianity. Please hear me. I love the Lord Jesus with everything within me, but I've stepped out of that, just that Christianity religion mindset because religion will take you out, okay? And I've yes, stepped into yes, that kingdom yes. mindset that, you know, I am in love with the king of kings, okay, and the Lord yes, of lords, yes. and it's not a religious experience. It is a love affair. So, that's you real. know, that's, that's my real. mindset. 
But that's my mindset, and that, that causes me to look at things in a totally different way than I did at one time. I don't go to church out of obligation. I go there because it's a place where we can corporately get together and to worship and to spend that time Amen. with the lover and lifter of my soul. You know what I'm Amen. saying? When, Amen. when I yes, go down yes. in prayer, it's not drudgery. It's I'm going, like you said, I'm going to meet with that one that I love. You know, I'm going Amen. to the one entity in my life that I can be completely open with. I can share things with the Lord that I can't tell my husband, okay, because he might not understand. I agree. He might not understand Amen. what I'm Amen. feeling at that moment. You know what I'm saying? But the Amen. of my Amen. soul will understand. He knows me. Amen. He knows everything about me. You know, I, I mean, to me, it is an incredible thought to know that God loves you so much, and he is so interested and into you that he numbered the hairs on your head. I'm going, what kind of love is yes. that? You know what I'm yes. saying? I'm like, yes. Oh, my yes. God. What kind of yes. love is that? Yes. That you care that much about Amen. me that you know how many hairs are on my head? I don't know that. Amen. You know Amen. So that's uh, mine's about love. five. <laughs> yeah. Look, I got about five friends. <laughs> I can count them. But by the time I get done, y'all, I want y'all to know I got a whole head of hair. So I ain't mad. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, that's the point. You're five strands, and you're, you got a whole head when you're done. I got, I got, I got done, about huh? five strands. And I got a 14-year-old pulling on three of those, so y'all know I got about two. But my sister will tell you the kind of person I am. I will put a barrette on top of those two, slick it down, and make some baby curls. Go, and girl. I think I'm, I'm trying to tell you. You know, so I'm I ain't trying mad. to tell you. But okay. I'm letting everybody out there know, like my sister's saying, I'm not telling people don't go to church. Please hear me what I'm saying. But what I'm trying oh, to say to you, not. what my sister's trying to say to you is, I used to, when I couldn't make it to church, you got to hear me. I know somebody out there to know that when you're getting ready to go to church, your stockings rip. So now you angry, mm-hmm. you mad. Now you didn't curse. Mm-hmm. Now you feel like you can't go to church because you didn't curse. Mm-hmm. So now everybody, you know what I'm saying, everybody got to suffer. And you take off your clothes. Or when you gain a little weight and you're still trying to get into something you thought you could get into. We all know what that's like. And you now you're changing outfits and flipping outfits. And you can't find nothing to wear. So now you don't want to go. Well, what I'm saying to you is, I used to let that disturb me. I used to be in a very bad mood. But when the Lord started dealing with me to let me know that my joy is where I am at that point. You know what I'm saying? He meets me at the point of where I am. And if it's in my bathroom when I'm taking off my clothes crying and saying, Lord, I need you, that's where he's going to meet you. I'm I'm not telling you something I think. I'm honestly, as my sister was speaking about the goodness of the Lord, and all that he's done, I get welled up, and my soul gets happy because, mm. as you know my story, I've been out there, and I've, mm-hmm. I've done a lot of things in a short time. See, I wasn't out there wild out when I was young. I got wild out when I was in my middle age, when I was feeling <laughs> myself. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But I thank God for his mm-hmm. love. It was his love that drew me back. And yeah. so yeah. anywhere that you are, you guys, please know this. God loves you no matter who you are, what you are. I may look at you as something different, but that's not how God looks at you. He looks at you mm. just as you are. If your weave ain't in, if your weave in. If your All contacts right. in, if your contacts ain't in. You know, if you looking good and got a girdle sucked in and without. He looks, mm-hmm. he knows what you look like at birth. So mm-hmm. don't feel like that. There's someone that loves you who you are. 
Amen. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. So I want to challenge you um, and and just to to do a self-evaluation. What is your mindset for your family for this year? What have you have you taken the time to get before God and to to develop a, a plan and a strategy for this year in your prayer closet as you come before the Lord about your life and about your family? What is your mindset there? I I started off the year and my husband and my grandson and I and we we went into prayer at midnight um, at the year we we didn't go to church. This year, normally we always bring in bring in the new year in service. My husband um, was a little under the weather; he was, you know, battling a little bug and what have you. So we stayed in, but it was cool because it was something that God wanted to do within us. And we gathered and we had prayer. And in the prayer, and just before the prayer, I had sought the Lord for the year. For the year, Lord, what 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 am I facing this year? What is it that I need to be mindful for? What is it that I need to come in agreement with your plan for my life on? And what the God, what the Lord had gave me for my family was this was a year of expansion. This was a year yes. of expansion of enlarging the territory. Now I know there's a lot of lot of very very influential and 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 incredible generals in the Lord that have gone out and proclaimed um, what God has given them um, prophetically for the year and what have you and that's wonderful and I'm not taken away from that but I needed to know what he said about me (laughs) what did he say about me and mine okay that's a mindset you guys need to just not get in in a church setting and just you know excuse me if what is being being professed across the pulpit, bear witness with your spirit, by all means, line up with it. But never, ever miss the opportunity to get before God for yourself. God, what are you saying for my life? Okay, what are you saying for my loved ones? What is my prayer strategy? I don't know how many of you guys out there watch War Room. Phenomenal movie. Phenomenal movie. And it is so real. You need a battle plan in prayer. You need a strategy that's conducive to what you're going through as well as one that God can speak in the midst of so that you can make atmospheric changes in the lives of others. You know, prayer is just not about you, and it's not just about um, your laundry list, but it's about you yielding yourself to God and allowing him to use you as his mouthpiece to speak what he wants to bring forth in the earth realm. So as he's using you, I don't want to miss what he wants to use me in my own situation with as well. Okay, I'm completely open. I am an intercessor. I do, you know, I, I'm a, I so realize how important it is to intercede for our country and our leaders and for those around us. I don't miss that at all. I understand that wholeheartedly. But it is equally important that I'm interceding for mine as well. And I need to know my personal strategy for that. You know, so I I encourage you all to get to that place. For those of you that have lost loved ones, who have lost loved ones, and right now you're having a hard time. And, and Tam, I know you can attest to this. The the holidays can be one of the hardest times to get through 
when you're in your yeah. own personal battle. It can be a battle of grief. It can be a battle of sickness. It can be a battle of poverty. It can be a battle of lack. All these different battles that we have, that we go through in life, the holidays are one of the hardest yes. times to get through. So now they're behind yes. you, but you still may be walking in the residue of them, you know, Yes. Uh, or maybe yes. you, you yes. bought into the commercialism of the holidays and went out and spent all your money when you didn't have to, okay, because you, you came by love, okay, but you went right. out and you spent right. too much, and, and so now it's January, and how you going to pay your rent, how your light bills get ready to be cut off, and all of these different things. So you have some battles that you're going through right now. Your mindset in the midst of those battles is vital, it's vital. How yes. do you see yes. your God? Do you just see him as a genie in the bottle and you're only coming to him just so that he can meet your needs? Or do you see yes. him as that loving father who will give you the strategy, okay, give you the yes. strategy of how to get out of the situation you're coming, you're in? Think about yes. this. Yes. The word says, yes. I have given you the power to obtain wealth. But it doesn't stop there. It says, so that my covenant may be established with you. Yes. Okay? So yes. it's not just a matter yes. of, you know, the, the, the lotto. Yeah, I know um, people that don't live in states where, where they have the lottery may not know this or see this or understand this, but the lottery right now, the Powerball, I think it is, is up to $800 million. Yes. Okay. $800 million. That's a lot yes. of wealth. Okay. And that's my money. But, amen. Yes. Okay. Amen. It's our money. We have to share. No. <laughs> okay. But amen. Anyway, amen. Oh, oh. But anyway, and think of how many millions of people, right? Not even thousands, millions of people are praying over that same money. It's like, no, it's mine. It's mine. Okay. But you know, what I'm, I'm saying you, is. I'm what? I was going to tell you, you know, I, I ain't praying over it. I, not that I didn't already pick my house next to Oprah and uh, uh, I picked out my yacht. You know, I'm trying to say I ain't mad. That's just, I'm, I'm facing it. I'm, I'm facing it right now. I'm walking okay. facing it. But I will tell you out there, you know, that wealth doesn't is not based upon money. And because you can have all the money in the world. It was a point in my life where I had money, but I was not happy. There was no joy and no peace there. So. Right. You know, right. you can spend and you can do and you can have. I, I got clothes made and different things, but you're never happy. You just keep piling up mm-hmm. things. But, mm-hmm. what we're, you know, what my sister's trying to say about the wealth, the wealth of the righteous is stored up on high. And, and I mm-hmm. just believe that God is saying, don't just go after the money wealth. Okay, that's good, because I believe that that exactly. will come when your spirit and your soul lines up. And that's what this mm-hmm. show is all about. And as we grow together mm-hmm. as a audience, we're praying that we can all get to that point where we grow more spiritually. Knowing who you are, believe it or not, is riches. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Knowing your value right. as a woman or a man is riches. You know what I'm saying? Having mm-hmm. your peace and joy, believe it or not. The, the Word of God said that's worth more than rubies and pearls. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, um, you know, my sister was touching a little bit earlier about prayer. You know, please hear me. Prayer can start off by just this. Lord, I trust you. That's a prayer. Prayer can start off like this. Not my will, but thy will be done. Now, understand, mm-hmm. though, when you pray that prayer, you say, Lord, I trust you. So it ain't going to always go like the Cinderella story, because, see, I was a Cinderella girl. 
I believe mm-hmm. that when I got married, it was going to be Cinderella. When I had kids, it was going to be Cinderella. My friends was mm-hmm. going to be around me. It was going to be Cinderella. And I was going to be a Cinderella diva. But mm-hmm. it took me to realize, hey, wait a minute. That's what Cinderella, what is called a fairy tale. That's a fairy mm-hmm. lie. That is not, that's not feasible. But there is going to mm-hmm. be moments, like my sister said, that somebody has lost a loved one, and we're praying for you and lifting you up before God right now in the name of Jesus. And we pray that God will give you peace in this time mm-hmm. of bereavement or even loss. Mm-hmm. If you like me, we mm-hmm. lost my elder Corlett and I lost our spiritual mother. That still affects me. You know what I'm saying? My mm-hmm. grandmother and, they, and, and all of my real father, my biological, my stepfather, which was the father to me, all in, in, mm-hmm. all in one, it seems. But I'm here to let you know that joy does come in the morning. Yeah. And they did not die in vain. They died so that they could have taught you something. So that's what you're mm-hmm. still here for, that you can uplift yourself in Christ. You can find your relationship in Christ, and you can help others on this journey. Amen? Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. And that's good. That that was kind of where I was headed, that, you know, you, even though you, you're having a rough time, you have to focus in on your future. Sometimes it's really bleak and, and difficult to do that. But you, you, there's got to be a shift in your mindset to focus on the future and not so much dwelling within the past. We, we know that we've all yeah. walked through some hard, hard times in the past, but we want to shift that mindset. And for those of you that are just trying to rub on, on the genie's belly <laughs> to say, okay, give me this power, give me this wealth, you know, I, yeah. I wanted to go to, to Proverbs or Deuteronomy, I'm sorry, to Deuteronomy 8 and 18, where God says he is giving you the power to obtain wealth. I'm going to read it out of the yeah. complete Jewish Bible. And it says, no, you are to remember Adonai, your God, because it is he who is giving you the power to get wealth in order to confirm his covenant, which he swore to your ancestors, as is happening even today. Even today. So in in your your mindset for this year, let's do a shift and not just, you know, okay, God, just drop it in my lap. No, he's giving you the power to obtain. He's giving you the power to go after it. How do you shift your mind into that? You shift your mind by saying, okay, what is the strategy that I need? You know, do do I need to go back to school this year? Do I need to go ahead and stop procrastinating on the gifts and talents you have given me? Do I need to go ahead and sit down and finish that book? And yes, sir, I do. <laughs> okay? Do yes. I need? Yes. Amen. You know, I'm Amen. saying that to myself. Yes. Do I need, you know, do I need to to um, cultivate what you've given me? I, I teach a, um, a class called Kingdom Empowerment, and it's to, to empower Christian entrepreneurs. And, and I, I use the term um, specific to the fact that they're they're entrepreneurs who believe in Christ, who believe in the finished product that Christ came to do and to to present unto to the world and to the body. Um, do I do I take this time now 
to go ahead and do my research. There is a, a, a natural and a spiritual side of business. There's a natural and spiritual side of business if you are a believer in Christ, okay? Because he says yeah. that only things that he does is what he sees his father do and what he hears his father say. So we incorporate that into the things of business. We are integral people. We are people of character. We are people that yeah. go over and above for our clients and our customers. We are people that do things in a Christ-like manner. That makes a difference. It it is not just I'm a Christian and I own a business to say it's a Christian business. No, I am a follower of Christ. I am an ambassador to the kingdom of God. So I have to carry out my business in the manner that God would give me to do so. This is vitally important. So as we're we're shifting our mindset and, uh, and receiving the power that God has given us to do what he's called us to, we're doing it in the mindset of, God, I want to bring you glory. God, I want you to shine forth in me and through me. This is yes. important. Yes for this new year, that our mind be straight. Now, we have a caller with their hand up, so we're going to bring you in. Your area code is 425. We're going to open up your mic so you can either make your comment or ask your question. Okay, so your mic is open. Okay, first of all, I'd like to congratulate you two ladies. Hello, sis. Thank you. Hi, babe. Hi. Hey. Um, I just kind of want to bring something forth that really struck me. You know, we're talking about wealth and riches. I know when my wealth came, and that was the day I accepted Jesus and Christ and God in my life. That was my man, and it's my wealth now Amen. and will always be. And as Amen. long as we walk in that spirit and that light, Amen. we're going to have the wealth. It may not be defined by what the world sees, but you're yes. going to feel a lot richer in your heart from day one. And then yes. um, the Amen. only other comment I want to put, uh, we were talking about Christmas and people spending. Um, you learn so much out of the mouths of babes. We always think that you know, we have to learn something from people that have been in Christ for years and years. Um, i got to share this. When my son was 14 years old, I had asked him what he wanted for Christmas. And he looked at me, and with all seriousness, he said, Mom, he says, I have everything I want every day. And you guys know from then on, we have not exchanged gifts because it's an everyday exchange of gifts between both of us. Amen. Every day is Christmas. Every day is sharing uh, God's love. So, I mean, I think if we proceed on like that in our lives, we will never feel poor because he watches out for his own. Yes, he does. You know, and and I was talking to my um, sister earlier today, and when it all boils down to it, our riches are going to be shown in our deeds, and we will be Mm -hmm. standing alone when we face God with Christ. So, you know, the... There won't be any money with us. There won't be any business Mm-mm. with us. It's going to be Mm-mm. our works that we did. And that's, that's right. all yes. I have to say. Yes. And, and just God bless Amen. you all. Thank you for letting me share we that. We love you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, thank, thank you for sharing. Thank you for being a part. Yeah, we appreciate wow. that. 
which wow. she, what she touched on is so vital. It is so important, you know, to know that that your wealth, the wealth of of the riches that God acknowledges, has nothing to do with the wealth of society. It, it really yes. doesn't. It has nothing to do with the wealth of society. You know, society sees wealth in one way. God sees it in a whole different way. And one thing she said is so profound and so true, the fact that, you know what, on Judgment Day, he is not going to ask you how much money you got <laughs> or how much Amen. money you spent. He's going to ask Amen. you, how did you treat my people? How did you treat my son? What did you do? Did you do unto the least of them so that you did unto yeah, him? You know, it's, it's, yeah, exactly, Seth. And, and you know, just as Denise the caller called in, and we were saying earlier, and I, and I have to keep saying this because I was once lost there. I thought it was about how much money, and you know, because with, with TV, television, and the radios, and media, social media, and you know, in the in the malls and the boutiques, it's so easy to get carried mm-hmm. away. It really, really mm-hmm. is. And mm-hmm. I thought that that was my wealth, you know, what I had on my fingers and, you know, and mm-hmm. my jewelry and my clothes. And if it didn't say um, Gucci or Versace or, or BB or CC, Elemental PP or whatever, <laughs> I thought that, and it's the truth. And, my, and Elder Colette will tell you, you know, it was a point. You know, it was her daughter, my niece, my beautiful niece that I love, Simone, I love you, that said to me one day, you know what, Auntie, I think that those things are good. But I want my old TT back when those things did not matter. And, you know, because don't nobody care about Versace or don't nobody care about if it's Gucci. All we care about is that we're loving you and we love you. And if don't anybody know, and I don't know if she knows, but it's, this is the truth. Because of that love of what I was going through during my time, that love, that same love and encouragement she gave me is what began to destroy the yoke a bondage was in. Mm-hmm. So you need to know that out there, just as the caller said, as my sister's been, um, Elder Colette's been speaking, and I've been speaking to tell you that, you know, we go to church, and, I, and I'm not down in any churches, but a lot of um, ministers don't want to speak if it ain't about you getting money, because they don't want you not to come to church if you don't mm-hmm. think that you're going to get something, you know, and it's not about that. But it's, Lord, I I just want you. I promise you Mm -hmm. everything comes with that. Though every luxury Mm -hmm. is in Christ, every luxury that you can want is in Christ. Amen? Amen. Amen. So as a parent, um, our mindsets are are normally different than those that, that don't have children. You know, our mindset when we become a parent is watching out for our children. Our mindset is to make sure that our children have. I and mean, a lot of times we will do without to make sure that our children have as a parent, as a yeah. true parent. I know there are some people that just bring forth children, but they're not parents. But if you are a right. parent, nothing comes before your child. Um, there was a, a post on Facebook a couple of weeks ago, and, and I actually I had to repost it because I loved it, you know, and it said, it was talking about a woman, and it said, of course she puts her children before you. Hell, she puts her children before herself. That's exactly what it read. And I'm like, <laughs> yes, somebody got it. Okay, yeah, somebody got it. But I hope I don't offend anybody there, but that's exactly what it read. But as a parent, that's how we feel. And 
that is the mindset. I'm saying this to say that's the mindset that our Father God has about us, you know, that he puts us before everything. He puts us before everything. So when you understand that, when you take that in, then, again, there causes a shift in your mindset that you have someone that loves you so much, that loves you so much. And that is what can encourage you even in the midst of your grief. I I know that person is not that you love, that you lost, may not tangibly, you can't tangibly talk to them anymore. You can't tangibly touch them. But the word of God teaches us that God will be your comforter, okay? And he will pick you up and he will love you into a place where you can move on. So my 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 desire for you today is that your heart would be yes. open to receive his love so that you can get yes. up and move forward in life. And move yes. forward in life. I he, I don't want to see you stuck. Again, we're in the second week of this year. There needs to be that shifting, that shifting that says, yes. okay, I'm going to take this year by storm. I'm going to be everything that God said I was. I bump what society has said. I know there are people listening to us and that have heard probably for the majority of their life that they will never amount to anything. They can never be anything. They can never be anybody. They don't have any gifts. They don't have any talents. They're ugly. They're fat. They're too short. They're too tall. They're whatever, okay? They're too light. They're too dark. I mean, there's so many different things that society and mean-spirited people will try to put on you. But we're here today to encourage you to rise above that. Shift that mindset. What did God say? He said that you have been fearfully and wonderfully made, okay, in his image. And he loved you so much that he would even put you before himself when he stepped out of eternity into this earth realm to sacrifice himself for you. That's yep. how much his love yep. is for you. So I, I'm, I'm just, I'm hopping on this love because this love is what will pick you up and turn you around and place you on solid ground. It is his love. Yes. He said, with loving kindness have I drawn me. He never stood there and pointed a finger. When Christ walked the earth, he didn't point the finger saying, y'all all going to hell for those that were following him. He said it to the religious leaders, oh, you know, when he would call a bunch of vipers and snakes, okay, because they were trying to tax the people to be what they weren't even being. Yeah. All right? It's yeah. about his love. It is about his love. His love will transform you. His love will change you. When I gave my life to Christ, it was because I was at a place that he had been so good to me in the midst of my wrong, okay, because he kept me. He didn't let anybody kill me. He didn't let me die in the midst of that. He had been so good to me in the midst of that. What else could I do but give him me? It was that love. Amen. 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 It was that love. And and I know, Pam, you've been saying the same thing. He, He walked through you, with you in that darkness. You know, you shared last week he even sent somebody to you in the midst of that darkness to say, God didn't call you to this. This is not where you need to be. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, and, you, and you know, it's somebody out there that really needs to know that, you know, there's no such thing as that perfection. You know, it's some of you out there that's just working so hard to try to get that spiritual perfection, but that's for God to do. That's for Christ in you to do, to, 
to mm-hmm. developing you. And I believe as my godmother, my spiritual godmother, rest her soul, thank you, Jesus, for her, love her. And she used to always teach me, I go, Mama, are we ever, are we ever going to be right? She said, <laughs> you're going to be trying to get it right until the day that Jesus come back. So, you know, mm-hmm. please understand, stop being so hard on yourself. Uh, yes. I feel like I'm speaking in my spirit to someone. Stop being so hard on yourself about your past and what you've done. You probably slipped mm-hmm. today. You know, I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, you know, I I have to exercise my spiritual, my spiritual walk every day because I'm driving mm-hmm. in traffic or whether I'm whatever. It's always going to be somebody mm-hmm. out there that's going to say something crazy to you. But, you know, I tell people just like this, I got to be D, D, shout outs to you. But I can get cray-cray. You know what I'm saying? I still got some cray-cray on me. You know, but, and I ask people, do I do I need to bust out on the cray-cray? You know, but um, I, you have to know that because in your walk and on your journey, every little thing about you is a facet. Believe that your imperfections in your your mistakes and your temperament or whatever you are, God already knows what He what He's gonna do with it. He knew you from mm-hmm. the, the moment that you were before you were born. Like like yeah. Elder Colette said, He knows the grains of of dirt and sand on the beaches. He knows the hairs on your head, whether if you like me you got five, two or three. You know what I'm saying? A whole head or a weed. He still knows it. So you have to understand, stop being so hard on yourself, and it's about loving yourself. When you begin to love Christ, you begin to love yourself, yes. and that is going to make a big difference in 2016 in your life, and I'm, yes, praying, well. I'm just praying blessings for that. Amen. 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 It, it'll, it will make all the difference in the world. It will absolutely yes. make all the difference in the world. God is, yes. you know what? God is concerned about everything that you are concerned about. He is. Yes. But he's not worried about the things that you're worried about, okay? Because he Amen. knows in his heart that he has already made the way, made the crooked way straight on your behalf. He has already went before you and stationed angels to see you through. He has already set in motion and in place that that you need. You know, never never negate Matthew 6 where the the model prayer is at. And, and as Christ was teaching them to pray, when he finished, he told them, you know, don't worry about where you're going to live and what you're going to eat and what you're going to put on. You know what I'm saying? Don't worry about those things. Amen. Like do. That's what he said. Like the Amen. Do. We're so busy praying for houses and cars and lands, and God said that's the heathens that do that. Okay, right. don't worry about that because he already knows what you need. Okay, he has already provided Amen. it. In your prayer, you come in alignment with God. I know you've already done it. My prayer has been, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. I'm going to give reverence and praise to your name because I want your kingdom to come and your will to be done in me and through Amen. me. Okay, and as long as your will for me is being done in me and through me, then everything that I need has already been taken care of. And not only that, because I've submitted myself to your will and to your kingdom and to your way, you said that I would be a delight in your eyes and you would even give me the desires of my heart. So I ain't got to worry about it. Amen. Okay? I don't have to worry about it. Amen. Shift that mind. 
shift that mindset so that you're not in this year all bogged down with worry and strife and grief. Worry will take you out, okay? It will yes. cripple your yes. body. And it will take you out. What are you worried about? Why? If you belong to him, if you are a kingdom citizen, okay, you belong to the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. And he has has shown himself to be mighty in your life. He has proven himself to be exactly who he said he is, and that is God. What is it that you're worried about? Amen. You know, get into Amen. that mindset Amen. that, you know what, Lord, whatever my issues are, I have given to you. Whatever my need is, I've given to you. I'm going to give you my little testimony. I am walking off of my job in March, and I'm moving back to Las Vegas for ministry's sake, to be a servant unto God, okay? Not looking Amen. at, Lord, what job am I going to have when I get there? What am I going to do? None of that. No, because I heard in the spirit, it is time to go back. I'm going back. Because I already know. Amen. God, you got me. Amen. You got me. Amen. Whatever I need, Amen. you already provided. Okay. Amen. So and, I, I, and, not, and I always, right. I, I say this. Let me, let me finish this one second, and, and then I'll turn I'll it over to you. No, but I, I no, 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 you're good. You're good. But I say this. I don't tell anybody just to walk off your job before your time. I'm saying to you, get before God. Okay, get before God, get a clear understanding from him as to what direction he wants you to do, and then you go forth in it. Tanya walked off her job last year because she had peace in her heart from the Lord that she could do that. Okay, some people do it prematurely, and then you're out here floundering because you didn't hear the voice of God. You didn't seek counsel of God before you did what you did. So it is vitally important that in your mindset that you have the mindset that you don't belong to you, you belong to him, and as he leads and guides and directs you, that's the path you're going in. So now, sis, go ahead. You got it. Amen. And I I love Elder Colette because, you know, her experiences and her walk, what she's saying to you is nothing that she's just saying. I'm a living witness to see that she's applied the rules, uh, in, 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 in everything, instruction. I'm the sister in Christ, you guys. I'm the wild child. You know, I'm the one that, I'm the adventurer. I'm the one that will step out and, you know, and do things and be crying and going, Lord, fix it. So, you know, and I, but I'm maturing in that. It's not like how it used to be. But, you know, I'm here to say to you, when you pray for a car, understand you're praying for a car note. And when you pray for a house, <laughs> understand you're praying for a house note. So don't be mad at God. When you got all these bills, and now, and you know what I'm saying? Because if you want God to do it in you, he's going to line it up to, according to your finances. I don't mm-hmm. truly believe that God will put you in a $4,000 a month house and your finances is only $1,250 a month. That's not God. Amen. That's you. So you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So I'm just letting people know that. Don't, um, I'm not saying don't drive a Benz, but if you want to drive a Benz, understand it's responsibilities and things that come with a Benz. But as mm-hmm. Elder Collette, mm-hmm. I, and I, I'm, I'm saying this jokingly, but seriously, to the listeners and callers out there right now. You know, as Elder Colette said, her walk has been years, and it takes years of development. And we're not telling mm-hmm. you out there today, this is going to fall on your head after you get off the show. You're going to be, you're going to receive it, and that's it. Well, once you plant that seed that you can receive what we're saying, then what you don't realize is in order for a tree to grow, it has to start at a seed. So what we're asking today is for you just to make a plant a seed of faith in your life today. And I feel like in my my spirit, in the name of Jesus, I'm speaking to several people, 
several people, listeners, you need to plant a seed of faith. I'm not saying money. I'm saying mm-hmm. a seed of faith and trust mm-hmm. God mm-hmm. as he uh, allows you to cultivate, Amen. and he's going to send somebody to cultivate it with you. He's going to send somebody mm-hmm. to water it with you. But understand, mm-hmm. only God can bring forth the harvest, and the harvest is the complete in the inner you. So mm-hmm. please, you know, it starts by reading your word. If you ain't reading it mm-hmm. now, at least give God five minutes of it. You know what I'm saying? If you're not mm-hmm. praying, let's start off with five minutes. We're not saying start off in an hour and fall out on the floor, roll, clean, snot. I didn't hear that, too. <laughs> but what I will tell you is that ain't going to make God move no faster than what he mm-hmm. intend to anyway. I was a snot mm-hmm. slinger. I thought if I had a tantrum, stand on my head, my sister tell you, and blah, 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 and I was telling the Lord, if you don't do it, I'm going to do it. And I know he was up in heaven saying, with angels, go get that fool, because she just don't even know. You know what I'm saying? That's the love of God, to know that when you're getting ready to do something crazy, because you're trying to tell God how to be God, he loves you so much, you send someone a warning or whatever yeah. to say, slow down. Yeah. I got this. Yeah. So that's what Elder Colette and I have been talking about today. I just really want you guys to know, I'm not perfect. Um and I need to let you know I'm not. I struggle with some struggles every day. I'm not telling you that I don't go through. But I want you to know that every day that I wake up, I thank him when he allows my eyes to see and my, and I can eat and swallow. I thank him for my heart, my spleen, my spine. Start there. I thank him for allowing mm-hmm. me to be in my right mind when I know I should have lost my mind long time mm-hmm. ago. I thank him that I can still walk. So start there. Just start Amen. off with a prayer of grateful and thankfulness. Thank you, Elder, for allowing me to say that. Amen. Thank you so much. Amen. Amen. Good word. Good word. Good word. So um, if there are any other questions or comments, please, again, press 1, and, and we'll pull you on into the show. We're talking about mindset today and making sure that we are going forth in this um, in this season with the right mindset, with a, a mindset of victory, with a mindset of, you know what, Lord, it is for you that I live, for you that, that I will die Man. for self so that you can be glorified and edified within me. Make sure that, you know, you're you're not bogged down in just vain rep- repetition, that, you know, you're making vain resolutions that, you know, you're not even attending to, but that your mindset is, Lord, I am going to bring you glory in this year. I have a caller on the line whose area code begins with 813. I'm opening up your mic so you can make your comment or ask your question. Go ahead, caller. Amen. Good evening. How are you ladies doing today? We are you? awesome. How are you? Uh, my name is Prophet Wiley, and I have a show on Blog Talk Radio. And just bear with me just for a moment. And what happened was I received an inbox that your show was going to be on. And it's, it might sound so hypocritical of me that I do the shows, and I really don't go and listen to my other followers' shows, probably because of time. But for this particular reason, the Lord just led me to really listen in. <clears throat> and I do have Amen. to say that I am so ex- excited. I'm excited. I mean, I'm just I'm just overflowing with joy from what I've been hearing. And Amen. my ministry is just to bless and edify. 
um, just bear with me. I'm not going to be long. And I just had some things, some comments that um, you guys had made. And what I did was right quick when it got scriptures to back those those particular comments up. But Amen. I just think that is so beautiful, so powerful, the way that the Lord uses us to bring forth messages. And, and I just, yeah. I'm just excited. I really am. And one of the ones that one of the sisters, the elders, was speaking about, she goes in her closet when she, you know, when she perhaps may have um, didn't attend church. A lot of times that individuals in the church are using, using scriptures out of Hebrews saying that forsake not the assembly of God. But they forget yes. that, you know, they might not be in the mindset or mind frame about our personal relationship with God. And mm. what makes the fabric in the heartbeat of the church is us, the body. It's a building. So instead of putting us down and, 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 and saying that whatever they may be saying, I know that a person may be in fellowship if they're not in church, if they're not in church that particular service, that they, they may be in fellowship with God, especially that personal relationship. So I just mm -hmm. thought that it was so profound that she made that statement. Um, I'm in agreement with it. And another thing, um, um, you were talking about the lotto, and you guys was claiming the lotto. And there's a particular scripture, I'm not going to read it, but I'm going to paraphrase it, and then I'm going to go to the one that I really want to talk about right quick, and I, and I promise I'm not going to take up a lot of time. There's a scripture um, in Mark chapter 9, verses 38 to 40. And what happened is the 12 disciples saw a person casting out demons and devils and using Jesus' name, and they went to him and they rebuked him. And it says, listen, you can't do that because you're not one of the 12, you're not following us. So what they did, they went back to Christ and gave Christ what um, gave Christ an account of what had happened. And this is what Jesus said, our Savior, our Lord, our mercy and grace, the one, the one that really understands us when nobody else don't understand us and really not even trying to understand us. And this is what he said. He said, forbid them not, because if they're not against us, then they're for us. And I say mm -hmm. that to say this. People may not be in agreement with what's said or the way that the Lord has placed it on you guys' heart to bring forth your ministry, somebody's been filled, somebody's been edified, somebody is getting something out of it, somebody. And I just know it. I see it in the spiritual realm. So I just want to bless you guys. I want to encourage you guys to keep doing it because it's, it's nothing that you just woke up one morning and decide to create a show on Blog Talk Radio. It was the Spirit of the Lord impartating it into you guys based upon where you've been from, where you've been, what you experienced, and also where you're going in the Lord. So I just want Amen. to bless you, and let, and lastly and not least, my daughter, she loves the Lord real good. And I think I know everything because I do a lot of reading and stuff. And she came to me, she said, Daddy, you know what? There's a scripture in the Bible that says that Jesus was rich and he became poor so that we can have money. You know, we can obtain riches. And then, but not really even researching it, the first thing I did was try to correct her spiritually. Well, baby, it's the spiritual things in God. You know, he's, he's talking about spiritual riches and this and that. So after a while, I sat and the Spirit of the Lord said, are you sure about that? So what I did mm -hmm. was went and researched it. I actually went into the, to the scripture, which is that particular scripture she was talking about. You can find it in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 9. And it says, for you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that through, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that you, 
through his poverty may become rich. So I went and Amen. researched it, and lowly behold, it's talking about wealth. It was talking about wealth, and I was blown away. And first thing I did was went back to my daughter. I said, sweetheart, you was right. I was wrong. It's talking about wealth. It's not talking about spiritual wealth. It's not talking about um, knowledge wealth. It is actually talking about wealth. And you know, you, you, um, you ladies probably have heard this more than I have, or probably have heard it, that when there is a vision, there's provision. Mm-hmm. Amen. So Absolutely. I just, I just wanted to come on. I thank you so much for allowing me to speak. We um, thank you. I really, we thank you. I really feel that that somebody's getting something, and we know that when we sow, somebody's going to water, and God is going to do the Amen. increase. And it's just, yes. it's just like a watch. It's just like a watch. No one really appreciates the pieces that goes together within the watch. They're just looking at the the face of it. It's nice and this and that. But Amen. I consider you guys. I consider you guys the part that makes that makes the watch what it is. The, the, because Amen. that don't get attention. And, and and without you, you know, there's, there's things that probably somebody's not getting from their church home. Uh, for whatever reason, they're not going to church. But, you know, God says that he has no respect of person. So Amen. the ministry is powerful. I will continue to listen to it. I will continue to keep it up in the spiritual realm first. First, I will continue to Amen. pray for it in the spiritual realm so these things can be manifest in the natural. And I know that God yes. is going to continue to do a mighty and powerful things with you guys. So thank you very much for thank letting you. me share. Well, thank you. Thank you, my God brother. We we thank you so much for your comments and for joining in. We are unfortunately out of time now, um, but it has been an awesome, awesome show. I made a promise um, to, to someone who had um, sent in their contact form to uh to have an announcement made and this is what what we've been saying over and over again that you know this is an interactive show we want to hear from you we want to support you we want to give you a platform to share what's on your heart as well but um I, I want to go ahead and make this quick little announcement before we we sign off um there was a, a young lady in Las Vegas who sent in that there is um, an upcoming gospel concert with um, a gentleman by the name of David Blakely. Um, The concert is entitled The Hymnal, My Interpretation, and it's featuring Nikki Potts and Gola, I believe it's Gola Morgan, Lena Bird-Miles, Denise um, Robinson, and Denise Robinson. It is going to take place on January the 22nd, 2016, at the Valley Bible Fellowship, and the starting time is 7 p.m. So I just wanted to make that announcement because I have promised her that I would do so. To God be the glory. It's been a glorious show. Thank you so much, um, Tanya, for for joining in the show today. We 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 give you praise. We that we give God praise, and we are so thankful for all of our listeners that joined in, for those that had comments. We we thank you for your comments. We're going to keep our, our brother D.L. Henry lifted up. We missed him on today, yeah. but we know Don't emergencies do happen, and they do come up. But, I, but God willing, he'll be back with us next week. We just thank you. Thank you for tuning in. We invite you again. Join our on. We have a Facebook page now, blessed be the name of the Lord, and it's called It's Real Talk Show. Like the page, go on it, leave your comments. Also, see our site, go on our site. It's www.itsrealtalkshow.com. 
www.thepeopleshow.com. And please give your suggestions, ask your questions, and we will bring it up on the show. We love you so much. We're praying that your week is just overflowing with the favor and the love of God. You have a blessed, blessed week. Thank you again, my sister, for for just being that trooper. I love you so much. And it has just been an an awesome show. Amen, amen. So until next week, we will sign off now, and God bless you all. We love you. Let's keep it real.